Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to So That Just Happened, a podcast for those who have lost their person and want to find themselves. I'm Carly Cooper, a single mom, widow, coach, author, and chronic truth seeker. My superpower is finding the funny, the hope, and the silver lining in any shit situation. This podcast is for the purpose of education only and is not a replacement for therapy. If you need additional support, please seek out a trained professional for help with your specific situation. Let's get to it, shall we? Back in February, I had the honor of being interviewed by the amazing Judy Siblin Liebrach. She is the host of the weekly radio show and podcast, Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7, which is now in its fourth season. Finding Your Bliss is a weekly one-hour radio show that helps you find and follow your bliss. Some of Judy's most illustrious guests include Joan London of Good Morning America, Jason Tardick, The Bachelorette, Cheryl Hickey of ET Canada, Melissa Grello, The Social, Jeannie Becker, Cynthia Loist, Andrew Barnsley, executive producer of Schitt's Creek, Ralph Benmergi, Cynthia Dale, Julie Black, Jack Canfield from Chicken Soup for the Soul, and Marilyn Lightstone, just to name a few. Judy is also the author of two books, Love Mommy, Writing Love Letters to Your Baby, and The Toronto Wedding Handbook, a humorous and informative guide on how to survive weddings. Judy is currently working on her third book, Finding Your Bliss. Judy wrote a column for the CJN, the Canadian Jewish News, for six and a half years called The Life Coach Corner, and she's also the creator of the online magazine Finding Your Bliss at findingyourbliss.com. As well, she's the host of The Bliss Minute, a daily dose of happiness and positivity on the Instagram and Facebook accounts at The Bliss Minute. Judy has been an on-camera host and reporter for numerous TV shows, both local and national, including her own show, In the Spotlight, a showcase for Canada's performing artists, which won Best Arts Program in North America by the Hometown USA Video Festival. As well, she's won a CBC Telefest Award for her documentary called It Has a Name, Neurofibromatosis. She's also been a managing editor for a performing arts magazine called Toronto Tonight, where she wrote theater reviews, a theater talk column, and a regular celebrity dining column. She's also written for major newspapers and magazines all across Canada. Judy is also an Adler-trained life coach and now has gone back to school to deepen her coaching practice and get her ICF certification with the Coaches Training Institute, CTI. You can reach her at www.findingyourbliss.com backslash coaching. As well, Judy's a meditation teacher, and to listen to her meditations, just go to Insight Timer and search up Judy Liebrach. Judy lives in Toronto with her husband, Dr. Clifford Liebrach, and their two children who are her real bliss. I will add links to the show notes where you can find and follow Judy and check out all her amazing work. Judy is and has always been one of my favorite people to talk to. She is just one of the warmest, kindest, most giving souls, and I definitely recommend that you check out her work. She's an amazing, incredible human being. And the show you're about to listen to is a replay from Finding Your Bliss with Judy Liebrach, as it was listened to on Zoomer Radio. 
Hope you enjoy. We are back and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio AM 740, FM 96.7. And we're now joined by life coach and now podcast host of an excellent new podcast. Her name is Carly Cooper and her brand new podcast, So That Just Happened, just launched this month. But before we start to talk, I just want to tell you a little bit more about Carly Cooper. Carly believes that while there are many things in life that we can't control, with a positive mindset and openness to do the work, intentional action, accountability, and the right support tools, everyone has the ability to reinvent themselves and live a beautiful life unapologetically on their own terms. In 2006, she founded CarlyCooperCoaching.com. She's the creator of the Conquer Anxiety System, the Awaken Your Abundant Mind System, and as just mentioned, she is currently the host and creator of the podcast, So That Just Happened. And as I mentioned, it really is excellent. I've only listened to one episode thus far, but I'm excited to hear more, and it's, I think, going to help a lot of people. She also wrote the empowering book, Balance the Mother Load, Reinvent Your Life in Just Eight Weeks. Carly's work has been featured in Chatelaine and Flair Magazine. She's been a repeat guest on Rogers Daytime Toronto, and she's been interviewed before on this program, Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio. Carly Cooper, welcome back to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you, Judy. So nice to be here. I remember we had a wonderful conversation back at the Zoomer Studios in the first season of this show, and that was four years ago. A lot has happened since then, and I wanted to, first of all, express my heartfelt condolences to you, Carly, just in person, about the loss of your beloved husband to you and your family. I am so sorry for you. Thank you. We're meeting today virtually, but still on Zoomer Radio in season four, and I can't get over this thing that you've just created. I've just listened, as I mentioned, to one episode, but the podcast is called So That Just Happened, which you describe as being an honest exploration of what it's like to lose your person and find yourself. Can you tell us what the inspiration was behind the podcast that I know already is helping so many people? Thank you. Yeah, you know... uh... It really came from a place of, I mean, I I basically, after my husband passed away in May of 2021, I really took the next, I would say, 18 months to heal and do the work. I stopped coaching. I stopped posting. Uh, I, I really just what I call cocooned. And I'm just someone who naturally wants to teach and share, but I really felt for that year I needed to take these lessons for myself. And I didn't have the words yet to articulate to other people. I didn't know what was even happening or what I was innately creating at the time. I was just sort of living and being and healing and doing all of those things for myself. But there is something that is just innate in me that wants to teach and wants to share and wants to help. But what was different for me this time was instead of wanting to coach other people through their stuff, I felt for me something shifted and something changed where I used to be able to take on other people's stuff and Mm -hmm. hear it, but also be able to detach from it at the end of the day or at the end of the session. And it wouldn't affect me emotionally or physically. I was there for the session, but when I was done, I was done. And -hmm. I was able to put it in a box and place it somewhere. But for, well, what I obvious reasons, you know, my own trauma, my own grief, I find that now 
I'm not able to do that in the same way. I call it emotional shrapnel. And I just have, I'm more sensitive to other people's struggles and issues. And so I just felt like I needed to make that shift from going from coaching to the role of really just teaching and having it be more of a one-sided conversation so I can still help other people in the way that I feel like I was born to do, but also protect my energy in the same way, mm-hmm. in a way that would be okay for me to handle because I, I'm a sensitive empath and I feel people's energy and I take on their stuff even when I don't want to. <laughs> it just happens. And so this podcast really came from a place of knowing that I have things to say and share but while also protecting my energy and doing what feels good and right for me at the same time. I love that. I, As I mentioned, I, I listened to the first one and it is so raw and authentic and engaging. You have a lovely voice and there's something you. about you on it. It's just, it's relatable. And I know a lot of people are feeling this way. And I just want to ask you for anyone, and I know there's going to be many people who can relate to this, who are widowed and who are listening to this today. A lot of people who've lost a mate are often paralyzed and unable to do anything in the beginning. What helped you get through those initial days and weeks when your whole world fell apart? What do you do in that very short term? Yeah, it's a good question. And, you know, before I answer it, I want to just say that my way and my process is not the only way or it's not the right way necessarily. It's the way that I did it. And so when I say what I'm about to say, I don't want people to compare their journey to mine and think that they're not doing it right or, you know, I am some superhero or whatever. It's all personal and it's all based on the amount of work that I've done throughout my life. I've been in the personal growth and development industry for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. So I've done so much mindset work and had my own coaches and read a ton of things prior to this. So for me, it was almost just like muscle memory of things. And I'm not saying it kicked in like day one. It didn't. Mm -hmm. But I had this perspective and this, I have this way of thinking, I've rewired my brain to Mm. think a certain way and to always try and find a silver lining and to always try and find the lesson in things and the good in things, even when they're terrible and unimaginable. And by no means am I saying that it was easy for me, but I knew I just, something kicked in and it's the instinct that I had and the intuition that I had Mm -hmm. that just said, I have to be okay because my son was 14 at the time and I had two dogs and I had a house and I had to just now deal with everything. So again, I'm not suggesting that it was easy and that I didn't struggle and that I didn't have all of the, the feelings. I did and I continue to, but I also had this... I guess, innate ability to just move forward and see it in a certain way. And I just never wanted to feel or be a victim to it. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame anyone who does feel that because I get it. I mean, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you? It's terrible. I just, I don't know. I just had this just through all of the training that I've done and all of the things that I've 
read and believed in and rewired my brain. And I also went and got help. I, I did EMDR therapy, which is specific for grief and trauma. And I did that right away. So it wasn't all me. <laughs> I definitely reached out for the, the therapy that felt right for me. And that really helped propel me forward to be able to then manage all the feelings and do all the things that comes with death. Every tool is helpful, right? Every single tool is helpful. One of the things that Michelle Hernandez says is that a lot of people will say, when are you going to get back to yourself? When are you going to get back to normal? And she explains in the book, never, you're going to be a new self uh -huh. where you're going to incorporate the past, who you are right now and who you want to be. Can you speak to that whole philosophy? I completely and utterly agree with that because who I was prior to that day is not entirely different. I'm not a completely different person, but I am definitely different in many ways. And, you know, it's like, this is what I say. It's like, I got a second chance that I didn't ask for and I didn't want, mm -hmm. but I'm going to take it. And, and because of that, you know, it's like, I'm looking at what's important to me now what don't I want anymore? What doesn't work for me anymore? What, you know, it's like a whole new set of boxes that I get to check. And if I get to choose, then this is what I'm choosing and this is what I'm not choosing. And because of that, you, you also have to reevaluate what are your values now? What is most important to you now? What are your priorities now? It's very different when you're going through life with a partner and then you're going through life solo. Mm -hmm. So it's reevaluating and constantly course correcting and saying, what feels good for me? What doesn't feel good for me? And then using that as your compass to make future choices and decisions. Yes, I understand that. People often want to help so much and they don't know the words to say or what to say or how to say it. They're afraid to say the wrong things. And I and I, I talked to you about this before the interview that I lost a very, very dear friend of mine who was truly an angel on this planet. And not only are you dealing with your own grief, but it's this feeling that how can you take away the pain from those who are grieving and suffering? Do you have any advice for people who just want to help the people who are grieving in the right way? And I know there's no easy answer, but there is no easy answer. And the truth is, is you can't take away the pain. You can't. And for you to, or for anyone to try to is, it's futile because it's, people have to go through the feelings, right? They mm -hmm. have to experience it. And I, I say you have to go through it to move through it. And mm -hmm. so the job isn't to take away the pain. Mm -hmm. The job is to be there for it and accept it and be okay with it. And often people don't know what to say or do it's their discomfort and their mm -hmm. projection. And I don't blame them for it. It is awkward. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. Because often they're, you know, people would ask me all the time, what can I do for you? <laughs> I didn't know even how to answer that. Mm -hmm. What what I found to be so helpful was for people to just do it. <laughs> like yes. for people to just order the food. Don't ask <laughs> me if I want it. Just right. do it. Or <laughs> right. walk my dog. Don't, yes. because I, you, you know, the person or the people who are grieving they can't formulate a thought. They don't know what they want at that time. And to be honest, I am such a better giver than I am a receiver. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for me, even in the most desperate of times, to ask for help. 
It's very difficult. It's necessary. And I'm learning and have learned to do it. But for someone to ask what I need in that moment, I can't articulate it. I've heard that so much. Yes. It's almost better to just do it and you're not going to get it wrong because anything will be appreciated. Even if I remember someone just brought me like a paper towel and I was like, that's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) You have no idea how helpful that was, you know? And so, and just really like allowing sometimes just sitting there and saying nothing and just sitting with a person Yes. Is enough. Yes, absolutely. What are you hoping to gain from doing this podcast? Because you're helping other people, but like a teacher, you learn as you're teaching, right? So what are you hoping, what clarity or what are you hoping to gain? Yeah, you know, my intention is that it's cathartic for everybody. For me, it's to, again, be able to do what I feel is my purpose and my joy while also protecting my energy. And for others, it's to really just try and give people hope. And like I said, by no means have I figured everything out and it's not the only way, but I have managed to come out the other side and to feel hopeful again and to see the light again and to be able to feel in my own way to understand what happened and to make peace with it and all of those things. And if I can be an example for other people who are going through it and who may be struggling or who feel like there's no possible way, I just want to be an example that it is possible. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to be fun and it's not always going to feel great. And you are going to have setbacks and there are going to be difficult days, but there are also going to be lighter times. And Mm -hmm new experiences and opportunities to maybe do things that you never thought you could do before because you were, for whatever reason, you know, just really to provide that hope for others. That's huge. That's so incredible. Was there a book or an author on grief and grieving that really helped you during this time that you would recommend? Not so much on grief. I did read a book called The Empath's Survival Guide by Judith Orloff and I read it and I'm rereading it because, you know, sometimes you read it and you just sort of, it doesn't necessarily sink in, but it resonates. Now I want it to sink in because I am an empath and I often say that it's a blessing and a curse. And, Mm -hmm. but often I feel drained. And because of the experience and the trauma that I had, I subconsciously go to a place of, you know, if someone that I care about is struggling even though logically I know it's not the same and I know that they'll be okay, I just kind of get into this like, not panic necessarily, but I need them to be okay and I'm trying to fix it and do all the things and it's not my job and it's not my role. And so I have to learn to healthily detach while Mm -hmm. still being able to love and care Mm -hmm. without taking it on. So I find that that book has really been helpful for me and just giving me the tools to just in a healthy way, just detach. I think the pandemic has intensified the number of mental health issues. And it seems like people are struggling more than ever. We've heard this terrible story about Twitch, which was so shocking to people because Twitch was somebody that brought light to everyone during the pandemic. And he was such a seemingly happy, optimistic, positive force. Can you speak to how that affected you when something like this happens now? Are you more sensitive? Are you... Do you have just a deeper understanding? Because I think people just couldn't 
get a grip on this one? Yeah, look, I think that it is shocking, especially when you're looking at a public figure. They're perceived in the way that the media wants them to be perceived. And none of us really know what's going on behind closed doors. And we can say that to people we know, too. You never know. My husband was a perfect example of this. He was a light. He was a leader. He was fun and funny and, you know, spoke openly about his mental health. And he was someone who did the work and was trying to do the work. And then when it overcame him, it was shocking for everybody who knew him, including myself. And Mm -hmm. so I think that It is shocking, but we just have to understand that we don't always know what is going on behind closed doors. And so it's an opportunity for us to try and have more compassion and less judgment Mm -hmm. of people and situations and circumstances because you really just never know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. What do you say to the person who is grieving so much that they can't even breathe, that cannot? like literally breathe. They can't move forward at all. They're stuck. They're paralyzed. You know, it's new or maybe it isn't new. Maybe it's been going on for over a year and they're still feeling that way. Other than hope, is there anything like tangible that you can offer that they can do? Or is, again, I mean, really the simple answer is just breathe, like just breathe, (laughs) right? Because that's everything. Without breath, there's nothing. So if that's all you can do in a moment, just breathe and then take another breath and then take another breath and be okay with where you are in that very moment without judgment, without trying to change it. Because I think when people get to that state of not being able to breathe, it's because they feel like they should be doing something else or more or they're getting it wrong or they should be further along or whatever it is. But if you can just breathe and be where you are in that moment without being anywhere. Like I often say, just be where your feet are planted. Like (laughs) just be in that present moment and let it lift. And if it lifts just a little bit, then try and move an inch forward. But you can't move without the breath. That's so brilliant. I got to tell you, not only you're so inspirational and so positive and hopeful. And I love that you talk about being able to find joy and love and purpose again after the loss of someone you love. You say that your podcast is designed for widows, but it's also for people who are divorced or anyone who is just feeling lost or alone. Can you just speak briefly to that? Yeah. I mean, loss can come in so many different shapes and sizes. It's not just from death. It's the loss of your person through divorce or a breakup or just feeling like you're just lost yourself. And so I didn't want this to just be for widows or widowers. I wanted it to be an empowering way for anybody who's just feeling like they want to navigate forward and they want to shift perspective and look at life differently and change their mindset and find the silver lining and all the things because it's all relative, right? And you don't have to go through a tragedy or a traumatic experience to want to change and have your life be different. Mm -hmm. And so while my hope is that it's relevant for any and all of those 
categories. I'm just coming at it as a widow. But yeah, I really want it to be for anybody who it's really about finding yourself again, right? Mm-hmm. And and just so many people, you know, that saying is like, you complete me. Well, <laughs> you need to be complete first. Yes. <laughs> you can be on the journey with me and it'll be a lot more fun, but I don't want anybody to complete me. I need yeah. to be complete first and then come along for the ride. So Absolutely. that's my goal is to really just empower people to find themselves first and then you'll attract naturally the people who are vibing at your energy. So mm-hmm. I would recommend really getting yourself to a good place because otherwise you're going to attract all the other crap. <laughs> the riff <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> what is bliss these days for Carly Cooper? Oh, that's a good question. Bliss is just being in a place where I feel really strong and that I I say this a lot in my podcast and I'll continue to, where I really do feel like I'm at a place where I am unapologetic, where I can easily say no to things now because they just don't feel like a good fit. And that feels really liberating for someone who was a people pleaser and someone who often did things out of guilt and obligation. And not to say that there's not a little bit of that still, because in order to be liked in this world, you have to give a little. (laughs) But, you know, I really do feel like I know me and I know what I want and I know who I want to be around and who I don't want to be around. And that feels freeing and bliss for me. That's so great. Are you having fun doing the podcast? Because it's so good. And you you. seem so grounded and in your element as you're doing it. Is it fun? Yeah, you know, it is fun because right now I'm I'm really coming at it with a place of zero pressure. I want yes. it to be successful. I want it people to listen to it and I want to have impact, but I'm not at this moment monetizing it. There's no like real goal other than to just put it out there and see where it lands. And so that also feels liberating for me to just, you know, put it out with good intention and trust that Things will come when, and things will seek me out instead of me constantly seeking it out. Wow. Well, I just wish you the best continued success with it. It's fabulous. I can't wait to listen to the next one. And I really want to thank you so much for coming back on the show, Carly. It's always an honor to have you. Thank us. you always for being so generous with your time. Thank you. Thank you, Carly. Carly, what is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media? And of course, to listen to your podcast. So that just happened. So I am on Facebook under Carly Cooper. I am on Instagram under Coach Carly at Coach Carly. And so anyone can private message me on either one of those. And you can find my podcast anywhere that you find podcasts. So on Spotify, on Apple, on any of the other ones, iHeartRadio. And it's called So That Just Happened. And you can search by that or Carly Cooper. And yeah, would love to see you. Each week, we spotlight somebody fabulous like Carly on this show. So if you're an author, artist, yoga, meditation, or mindfulness expert, or really anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. I'm also on Insight Timer, the number one meditation app. And of course, you can always reach us on Instagram at The Bliss Minute and Facebook, The Bliss Minute. 
I would like to thank our wonderful guests, Michelle Neff Hernandez and Carly Cooper for being on the show today. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kylie, producer Nayira Money, audio engineer Juliana Yanutiello, senior editor Lauren Kaminsky, video editor Sierra Brown-Rodriguez, audio producer Faz Causey, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to this So That Just Happened podcast. I really hope you found value in this episode and that you're walking away with at least one golden nugget that you can implement or feel inspired by. I would be so grateful if you would share it with one friend or family member who is committed to moving forward and transforming their life. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch every new episode and please leave me a review. It would mean so much to me. Also, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at @coachcarly. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.